You know what? what? I think the single greatest thing about this podcast is it features us. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, put too much of a spotlight on us, but pretty terrific. But pretty us right now. <laughs> uh, we got some pretty steep warnings about uh, our own evolution. Right. That you'll have to deal with. Also some favorite fast foods, some great musical memories from all over the place. Big names, small rooms, a new sport that might scare the crap out of you. <laughs> a Desjardins and a Desjardins, some of Jay's jams, all in this one podcast. Hey, you with the earbuds. Thanks for checking us out. Well, this is absolutely horrifying. Researchers are predicting that because of all the work we do in offices and all of the craning of our necks that we do to look at smartphones, that humans are going to start looking very different very, very soon. As in, you ready for this? No. It's gross, man. We will have hunched backs. By the way, no no disrespect to our bell ringers. Hunched backs, <laughs> fatter tech necks which, with more muscles that limit damage caused by poor... This is horrifying. I can't even handle the term tech neck. Just imagine like um, the monster mother from Alien. It's kind of similar to that. Our skulls are going to get thicker to help protect the body from damaging radio frequency waves that are coming from our smartphones. Oh, that's a thing. Really? One of the most noticeable changes is that we'll have a text claw, is in one of our hands will become claw-like. Oh, good. Due to constantly holding a smartphone. Oh, wait, there's more. Right. <laughs> we'll also evolve to have a 90-degree elbow because of excessive use of cell phones. And just in case you need more fuel for your nightmares, researchers may end up say that we may end up developing a unique defense against too much blue light. You know how you can buy those glasses now for your computer? The new defense mechanism that Mother Nature will give us? A second eyelid. No. That's not good. This is the stuff that nightmares are made of. Wow. Wow. I don't like like this at all. No. None of what you said I like. I mean, you wonder how much is true and how much is just like, come on. Well, the good news is... (laughs) Come on. How much is The good news is, you know, God willing, we're all (laughs) long dead. By the time this happens. Oh, so it's our kids and our grandkids. Yeah. It's their problem. Much like global warming, text claw is something that your children's children will have to worry about. But good luck looking at someone today holding a smartphone and not thinking to yourself, that's going to be a claw. Well, and like, you know, in the future, if you're on Tinder, you know, and you're like, oh, that guy, third eyelid. I like that. <laughs> I like what she's done with her third eyelid. Oh <laughs> that eyeshadow is beautiful. <laughs> So that is absolutely horrifying. So to reiterate, what you could have is... <laughs> let's go down the checklist. Let's go gross. down the checklist one more time. <laughs> so what you're going to have is you're going to have a fatter neck, right. a hunched so back, hot. hunchback, a thickened skull, right. text claw, 90 degree elbow, <laughs> and the second eyelid. So wow. we're going to have all the things that we have grown out of as like humans. Evolutionary. Right? We're yeah. going to go back. We're yeah. devolving. You know? Eventually, we're just going to crawl back into the primordial ooze. On a first date, the girl's going to be like, get your claw off of me. <laughs> Dude, how was your date last night? She let me totally go to second talent. <laughs> I think she winked at me twice. <laughs> Are you winking or is that you're just your third eyelid? Uh... Folks, this stuff just writes itself. It really does. At a dash of Montreal, a handful of rock... And some impromptu laughs. (laughs) And you get Mornings Rock with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Shom 97.7. Photograph was the third song played at History in Toronto for like 2,000 people. 
the night after, I sat down with Nickelback for the Get Rolling album special. And then after the interview, they stayed and rehearsed for the next night. And nice. I talked to their I talked to their manager, Wally, <laughs> at the gig on Tuesday night. I'm like, how did rehearsal go? How long did you guys rehearse? How long? He goes, one song. They did one song. They hadn't played together in three years. They did one song, and they're like, I think we're good. Oh, wow. And they were phenomenal. Like, all the muscle memory <laughs> came back. They did bangers, man. They did 14 songs. on open with San Quentin from the new record. Photograph was third. They did Animals. They did something from the first record called Leader of Men. Did oh, Rockstar. Yeah. And they finished with How You Remind Me. Wow. And one of my personal favorites, Burn It to the Ground. Oh, I like that one, too. Yeah. So they, they totally hit all the, all the right notes. And as you mentioned, it was Chad's birthday. So we want to know, in honor of, of that, 2,000 people is, is not necessarily an intimate venue, but from you this morning, biggest band, smallest venue. So was that your biggest and the small? <sighs> no. Ooh. Definitely not the smallest. Um, I've, I've sat in a room, I sat in a room with Diana Krall and Elvis Costello, and she played piano. So and there, like there was, a living room? There was five of us. Oh, cool. Yeah. So <laughs> th that's just like the, off the top of my head. Yeah. And I interviewed Diana Krall. And didn't know Elvis Costello was going to listen to the interview, and I was scared to death. And afterwards, I walked by him. He goes, "Good interview, mate." And I'm like, "I, I will dine on that for oh, the nice. rest of my life." Elvis Costello gave me the nod. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. So, who was it for you? Prince. Oh, Place des Arts. Nice. Yeah, just a couple thousand people there, right? So jealous. Oh my God, it was good. Prince is, was really good about uh, really just playing to the fans, you know? Right. So he'd pop up. He'd do those pop-up shows. Yeah, we're selling tickets. The show's happening tomorrow or in an hour or whatever. Um, but for Plastic Czar, he was there for the Jazz Fest. So, you know, people bought tickets. I got tickets. And the fun story that I love telling is that he came on and did like 45 minutes, like a jam and it was incredible. Like, he just, like, was, you know, soloing. And he had Larry Graham, bass player from Sly and the Family Stone, playing with him, which was also mind-blowing. But he's, like, just wailing away. And then he'd step up to the mic and go, baby. And then back off and just play. So, like, 45 minutes of maybe. It might have been three songs all mashed into one. It was right. incredible. I could have dealt with more of that. He comes and he goes, okay, we can take a break. And you can see people in the room going, nah, this is not what I expected. And they left. And they left maybe to go get a drink, but a lot of people didn't come back. And maybe right. they got their tickets for free, or maybe they were so mad that they were, thought they were seeing Prince, and all they got <laughs> was this 45-minute jam, and there was going to be more of that. Uh, he came back after that break and said, all right, let's have some fun. And it was an hour and a half of hit, 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 hit. Wow. Incredible. Unreal. So yeah. we'll come back. You can call. You can text as well. Just a couple of texts to get us started. I saw Shinedown. Who sell at arenas all over the states at the Olympia over the summer. Even better is the fact I ran into my awesome friend Sharon Highland at the show. Hi, John Murphy. More Nickelback fans. <laughs> Saw Nickelback at HMV in Vancouver back in the day. Nickelback, Theory of a, a Dead Man and Three Days Grace in Metropolis. Ooh, that's a good one. Two weeks before they all blew up, hung up with them out back. Cough, cough. <laughs> I guess that, that's the uh, hashtag humble brag. Ooh, look at that one. There's so many of them. Bad Company at Bourbon Street West. No wow. kidding. That must have been awesome. I saw Loverboy at Bourbon Street West. I saw April Wine at Bourbon West. Really great room. Keep them coming. A big band in a small venue. How about this? I saw the original Journey Ooh. in a bar called Sold Out. S-O-U-L-D-O-U-T. Nice. Love it. Ainsley Dunbar on drums. Ooh. They were selling the record next door. This was in Los Angeles, California. Wow. Back at the beginnings of Journey. Mario, big band, small venues, tragically hip at the spectrum. Ooh. Skid Row with the mustache. 
50 people there after the Judas Priest concert. I looked behind me. Rob Halford was watching as well. Whoa. Wow. Now, I don't know if... Is that the mustache? Because there's your father's mustache in Halifax. Is there a mustache as well in Montreal? Is that what they're referring there was, to? Yeah. There was a mustache? Yep. Every great city had a mustache, Sharon. <laughs> yes. Uh, Craig Vandewater, uh, Honeymoon Suite, and Helix at the Pierrefonds Arena, which is no longer there. Uh, but it was like a, a one ice surface place. Right. So that's that's a pretty good grab there. Yeah. Craig. Nice pick. What we love is um, <laughs> we ask you the question, biggest band, smallest venue. So many people are like, nine gigs. Number nine. <laughs> number eight. <laughs> because we love our rock and we will travel to see it. And Absolutely. if they're coming to a small place, we are thrilled about that. Yeah. And I also love, because we, we love our own, so many people sharing memories, as you did with Honeymoon Sweet and Helix, memories of Canadian bands. Kim yeah. Mitchell at the Brick. Oh, yeah. Big Wreck at Clyde's. So many different ones. This is, this is, this is great. Look at this one. Shannon in Vancouver. Coldplay at the Commodore. Isn't Commodore the place that had the the floor? There was tires underneath the the floor to yeah. like create an absorption factor. I think so. Something I, like that. I also think the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver is where the Foo Fighters debuted My Hero. Oh yeah. Because in the dock, he's talking about. Um, I wanted to write an opener. I wanted to write a because the the he talked about audiences in Europe. Yep. Right would make that bouncy motion, and he said we we played it at Soundcheck, debuted it that night. And sure enough, Dave Grohl said the audience was doing yeah. exactly, exactly that. That's so cool. Love it. Thank you for the text as well. We got a, a ton of calls. Yeah. Uh, Donna's been waiting. Thanks, Donna. What do you think? So, biggest band, who doesn't remember Blue Rodeo up at Bourbon North? Oh, yeah. And thank you, Ziggy, for bringing your trailer. Oh, uh, yeah. So we all could <laughs> go to the bathroom. Um, and Those then, were great shows. Oh, and then Blue Rodeo came back to my cottage. Get out yes wow so that's the true big name small room <laughs> it is it is they came back uh we had a cottage up in uh, montford uh, just close to Morn heights did they, they play or did they just drink your beer oh they drank our beer they did other stuff we <laughs> we ate we fed them and uh they slept one of them slept over they had he had no choice and uh yeah i, I won't mention who that was cause <laughs> <laughs> jim cuddy so um <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Super subtle, Donna. <laughs> and the, the other uh, concert venue was, of course, my all-time favorite. I'll never forget it. For my 50th birthday, went to Houston, Texas to see you 2 play live. Wow. And thanks to Shom, I won that contest. Oh, cool. Took my bestie in 2017. What so was the sweet. contest to win? Text in to win. Oh, great. So people out there. Wow. Yeah, you can, really you can do it. <laughs> and people are like, oh, my God, how did you win? I'm like, yo, if you don't enter, you cannot win. There you go. Hey, well put, Donna. Guys, call me on Monday, okay? <laughs> <laughs> More Rockwards clues coming up at 10 o'clock. Awesome. Randy Thank you, Donna. Thank you for this morning. Cheers. Throwback Thursday. Biggest band, smallest venue. Go, John. Um, the one, the truck circle at the Palladium, down on Barry. Oh, After nice. The second album. Great band. Yeah. April Fool, 20th yep. Century Boy, the T-Rex cover. Yeah. That's the one. That's the one. I was very surprised to play them. I think there were like maybe 20, 30 people there, tops. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Chalk Circle perform at the West Edmonton Mall on the day that the roller coaster crashed <gasps> in West Edmonton oh. Mall. Whoa. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, wow. yeah, it's fun. it's funny because that's those two memories are always going to live together for me. Well, let me jump wow. in on the Chalk Circle conversation here, John. Uh, I saw Chalk Circle at Quesera out in Saint Anne de Bellevue. Well, that's a nice place, though. Oh, it was a nice place. It's gone now, but it was a nice place, and I'm pretty sure uh, we were way above capacity that night because uh, <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't much moving going on. It was super packed. Chalk Circle also saw them at Palladium. Have a great day, guys. That's from Charles. You too, my friend. Biggest band, smallest venue, Max Webster, Centennial Regional High School. Oh, nice. Now, I also wrote this down because I couldn't literally couldn't get to everybody. Let me find this for you. I don't want to get this name wrong. Uh, Jerry and five friends saw April Wine rehearse in a high school gym. They were at the window peering in. Guys from the band saw them, let them in and said, if you sit in the back and keep your mouth shut, you can watch us. <laughs> and we did. <laughs> Isn't that great? Totally. I know that April Wine also back in the 70s played uh, Pierrefonds Comprehensive High School. That was the circuit for the longest time. Yeah. Like when you watch the Rush documentary, high school gyms. Totally. Same with April Wine, Max yep. Webster. A lot of those bands would, would tour through. Guess who? That's where you kind of uh, made your bones, man. Yeah. Kiss at Chateau Champlain for 100 fans for the Kiss convention. That's from Fortunato. Thank you very much for that text as well. That's really cool. Did you see Natalie's text? Uh, hands down, oh, yeah. <laughs> best show. You want to pick it up? Wait a second. Hands down, best show for Natalie. Natalie and Pierrefonds, right? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. oh, yeah. Prince at Midnight at Metropolis. Started at 12 a.m., walked out of there at 5. Wow. That's incredible. That was Prince, man. He just had that power. You're like, <laughs> in your right mind, you'd never go, I'm going to a show at midnight. Yeah. You know? But if it's Prince, you're like, okay. For the record, pro, pro tip from your pals Jay and Sharon. If you're ever going to a late night show, know that you're there for a reason. Don't bail. Mm -hmm. Don't be there at midnight and think, well, if they're not on at 12.15. Or if you get a chance to go see someone in a small venue where it's kind of mysterious as to what's going to happen, yep. it's worth it to wait. Because more often than not, you will not be disappointed because you'll be like, oh, my God, is this really happening? Totally. And that. you'll have stories like everybody's sharing is everybody is sharing today, and we just can't keep up with the text. So. That's amazing. Thank you. Lamb of God at Cowboys Bar in Guelph. No effects <laughs> and mud vein Whoa. at Cool House in Toronto. Yeah, I've been to, been to a few gigs there. Interviewed System of a Down there. Interviewed uh, Disturbed there. Cool. Also interviewed, oh my God, they just they run together after a while. We talked about uh, with someone the other day at Place des Arts who also saw Bruce Springsteen at Place des Arts. Um, I don't remember what year it was, but it was just Bruce and his guitar. So it was a big name. Yeah. And a relatively small venue compared to the name. And it was just him and his guitar. Let's fit one more in. Crazy. John, for you, biggest band, smallest venue. What was it? Uh, it would be two of them, Nazareth and Kenny Shields in uh, Rock and Roll Heaven in Toronto. Oh, wow. Wow. Kenny yeah, Shields was, uh, from Streetheart. Rest in peace. Uh, oh, yeah. Kenny Shields was amazing. He sang everything, Rod Stewart songs. He was awesome. It was 30-something uh, years ago, too, so my memory's a little vague on that. Uh, but great venue, and uh, Nazareth was amazing, too. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, really, really awesome shows. And you guys wife. are awesome in the morning. We, my wife and I love you guys. Well, thank you thank very you much. Thank you for that. What's your wife's name? Uh, Tracy. Tracy, we thank you as well for the kind words today. Yeah. Great. Thank you, thank you very much, guys. You rock, and uh, keep up the good work. Hey, back at you. You rock. That's good. Thanks, Aaron. See you, buddy. See ya. Okay, tell Jay. This is Deshardus and D.
Desjardins. Life lessons sometimes learned the hard way. Show 97.7. So if you're going to try to smuggle a gun onto the airplane, Desjardins, shove it inside a raw chicken. <laughs> the incident happened, and you guessed it, Florida. A man goes on a trip, shows up at the Fort Lauderdale airport, and in his carry-on suitcase, he packs just a raw chicken on ice. I think we can all agree that's weird, <laughs> but not illegal. Because uh, the TSA says fresh meat, seafood, and other non-liquid food can go in both carry-on and checked bags if packed with ice. Good to know in case you want to bring your chicken on the plane next time. <laughs> now, some people be, might be like, well, why aren't you bringing any clothes on your trip? You can't wear a raw chicken. But that's beside the point. What's not allowed is to shove a gun inside the poor chicken's woohoo. Uh, <laughs> security did a quick search of the chicken and were like, is that a gun in your hoo-hoo or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> the man was arrested. The gun was probably sterilized for E. coli and turned over his evidence and no word on what happened to the chicken. Uh, the TSA had a good uh, sense of humor about the whole thing, put photos of the gun and the bird on its Instagram page. Now, the weird part is because it's America, he could have brought the gun without the chicken. Unloaded firearms can go and check bags just as long as they declared at the uh, ticket counter. They have to be in a locked, hard-sided container, just not in chickens. <laughs> now, Jay has a theory of what's actually going on with Chicken Man. I do. What's actually going on here is it's part of the global chicken conspiracy that first came to light during the Mike Myers cult classic, So I Married an Axe Murderer. How can you hate the colonel? Because he puts an addictive chemical in his chicken that makes you crave it fortnightly, smart ass. Think about it. Smart ass. Think about it. I'm glad you cleared it up for us. Now, the chicken is just <laughs> one of many bizarre findings from TSA agents at airports across the U.S. Last year, a chainsaw was found in a carry-on in New Orleans. Uh, a meth burrito was confiscated in Houston. So, uh, in conclusion, when packing for a beach vacay, don't forget your flip-flops, a sun hat, and a good book. But if you hope to stay out of the slammer, Desjardins, leave your chicken chainsaw and meth burrito at home. This has been a Desjardins and Desjardins Life Lessons, whether you like them or not. It's how Montreal wakes up. Good morning. This is the Morning's Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. Don't know if you guys have seen this on your socials yet. We talked about it briefly yesterday in one of our MTLs. The boss of the UFC, Dana White, is bringing a new league to TV. It is called the Power Slap League. This is so ridiculous. It's exactly how it sounds. <laughs> Two people stand toe-to-toe -to -toe and take turns slapping the bejesus out of each other. Sounds dangerous. Right. It's really dangerous. You got to think that this isn't going to, in a world where we have concussion protocol in the NFL, you're going to have a slap league. Critics are hating it. They're saying because you're not allowed to turn away or anything, you're just like asking for concussions. You have to wear like a, uh, looks like a lumbar pillow across your back and then you cup it with your elbows and brace it for when you're knocked unconscious and land backwards. You don't hurt yourself, I guess, as bad. Wow. It sounds so dumb. Exactly. What's next? A knifing league? It's <laughs> like stab your partner. The knifing league. <laughs> Round two of stabbing begins now. Right? <laughs> so scoring is based on a striker's effectiveness along with the defender's reaction Bro. and recovery time. So when you get to where you're going today, if you're going to work, going to school, whatever, Google slap league. And watch what we're about to play for you. Sharon and Chantal have not yet watched mm -hmm. this trailer for the Slap League. Ready. So I thought what we'd do is we'd all watch it together and we'd get your reactions. <laughs> okay. So we've all got it up on our computers. You ready? Ready. Three, two, one. It is power slap. 
Slap like I pictured. I was like, oh, God. No, that's bad. Oh. That's like a full punch. And, oh. No. Their faces Jeez are Louise. melting. No. Not the, not Get out of here. Massive head injury. Dana so White. Dumb. Bad idea. Yeah. Dana, back to the drawing board, yeah. Dana. It's like a baking show. <laughs> yeah, give nobody us gets, another baking show. Nobody, nobody gets hurt with like cinnamon. We need to put slapping back where it belongs. <laughs> Romantic comedies and road rage. There's only two places. (laughs) From the West Island to the East End, Montrealers wake up with Jay Sharon and Chantal. This is the Mornings Rock Podcast. Show 97.7. What are you wearing? Sometimes you wear stretchy pants. When wise man. Today is your day because it's National Fast Food Day. Yes, fast food. Not fast food. Good food quickly. Fast food okay? Yeah, I love fast food. Fast food day. Love burgers and fries. Fried chicken, pizza. It is National Fast Food Day today. Happy National Fast Food Day. Order up. It's showtime. So whether you use the drive-thru, you dine in or get it to go, National Fast Food Day calls for us to profess our love for all that is grilled, baked, (laughs) and fried. So once and for all, or at least until we talk about it again, (laughs) best fast food ever. And that's a tough question, man, because it's almost situational depending on, you know, how you're feeling. For sure. And uh, yeah, man, because I'm looking at... The list in my mind of great memories. Because <laughs> we can even do a full show on yes. each one of these foods. That's true. You know, like uh, like hot dogs. Yeah. Man, you think of your uh, your uh, Belle Pro and your La Fleurs and uh, the Carry Hot Dog. I mean, that whole conversation could be, where's the best hot dog in the city? Um, but again, that, you know, like you said, we could mention this again down the road and we likely will. Food, food, food. For the purposes of today. Today, I'm going to pick a best favorite fast food ever. I'll get us started. Okay. Because I just go with my gut. First thing that pops into my head is a double quarter pounder with cheese, no onions, extra ketchup, and as many pickles as humanly possible. Now, what happens, it used to be that back in the day when you made a special order at McDonald's, it would mm. take, it's going to take a few minutes. Yeah. That's how you knew you'd get it hot, right? Yeah. You'd order that on purpose. <laughs> you'd, you'd also watch for, you'd, you'd listen for that magical sound at McDonald's, which was Fries down. And you're like, nice. Yeah, you're right. As a former McDonald's employee, I hosted birthday parties, humble brag. (laughs) I am familiar with everything. I used to make my own meal. I used to love it. Wow. used to cook my own before I graduated from grill to uh, to host. Yeah. Short-sleeved, white button-up shirt, black clip-on tie and all. Nice. I used to make my quarter pounder and I used to try and cook it like a little bit medium and then do like triple cheese and all the pickles and but yeah, but that's where that's where my mind goes immediately is to to McDonald's. And I don't know if it's necessarily the best fast food ever, but you know what? It's pretty dependable, man. No matter where you are, you know what you're getting. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, but I hate it. I don't well, I don't even remember the last time I had McDonald's, but I have fond memories and there's nothing like the smell of McDonald's fries. That are, it's almost like a lure. Mm-hmm. It can grab you by the nose and just drag you back in time, back into the restaurant, whatever. I'm more of a Harvey's girl when okay. it comes to that. And we've discussed hangover foods, too. 
Um, but I feel like in the fast food department, we have elevated the game to the point where it doesn't have to be even necessarily junky. You can just get a really yeah. great meal fast. And I think what tops the list is one of the things that's topping our list in our document, which is Bustan. Yeah, Bustan's pretty much a go-to, huh? Oh my gosh. And there's one down the street from our house, which is probably, it's probably been there for like five, six years-ish. And mm. when it opened, there was a lineup Every day, every meal time, and like 25 people long. Incredible. Wow. Now, I had heard that the original Bustan, the guy that owned it, they tried to get him to franchise, and he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't. And when he passed, that's when they immediately started franchising because his family decided that it was okay for them to, yeah. them to do it. Well, it's sort of spreading the joy because it's so good. So text or call. Let us know. Best fast food ever. And when we come back, I'll tell, tell, I'll tell, I'll tell Sharon... Easy for me to say. I'll tell, tell Sharon why the Harvey's burger is the worst burger on the planet. Oh, I can't wait for that. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to National Fast Food Day. May I take your order? Uh, yeah, I'll take a morning show combo with extra cheese huh. and a side of traffic. One morning show combo with extra cheese and a side of traffic. Would you like some weather with that? Yeah, and can I have some music too? You got it. Please pull forward to the second window. Thank you. By the way, the cheese is off this morning. (laughs) (laughs) It is National Fast Food Day. And we're curious, best fast food ever. Obviously, a lot of you weighing in with your Montreal favorites. But as far as the chains go, so far, we've got a couple of Burger Kings. Love the Whopper. Mm. KFC. Oh, yes. I crave it fortnightly. (laughs) And Harvey's get a little little bit of, uh, oh, no, wait. They don't like it either. Yes, they do like it. You know what I love about Harvey's? I love that you can dress it as the, any way you want to. You can get anything you want on it. Yeah. I just can't get past the patty. I just do not like it. A thicker patty? No, I just don't like the flavor of the patty. I find it tastes like the boxed burgers you get for like a hockey tournament or camping. Ah. Again, just my Both opinion. Both fun things, hockey tournaments fine folks and at Harvey's are wonderful. I'm not going to make or break them with my opinion. Just saying, <laughs> not a fan. And it's the one fast food burger that I am just really don't like. Wow. I'd and say in order of appearance, I like McDonald's first, then probably Burger King, and then it's almost a tie for two with the flame broiled at DQ. Mm, okay, well, I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, my question, and I, I don't have to fight for Harvey's. We don't have to fight for either because we get to enjoy whatever we like. It's all love, baby. Because we're grown-ups. Yeah, man. Uh, but, like, the quality of the Harvey's burger compared to the quality of the McDonald's burger, like, for substance, and you, you find Harvey's tastes more boxed than McDonald's. I find that Absolutely. Curious. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, I'm a little bit worried about you, but... <laughs> <laughs> So you said earlier, and you said this last time we talked about fast food, you said that you haven't had a McDonald's burger in forever. So yeah. how long exactly has it been, and why did you have one the last time you had one? Uh, probably a hangover, and uh, like 15-ish years. Right. Probably 20. 15 sounds less than. But yeah, probably the reasons are obvious. You, there's something about the morning or the day after you're like, I just need something. You know, like you're right. a little bit sluggish. Yeah. And yes, that's it. My go-to uh, used to be the um, a double cheeseburger with bacon from McDonald's yeah. and a, a little box of milk. That was my, my go-to if I was uh, feeling the <laughs> night before. I like your your go-to as milk is, is a cure-all. It's kind of cute. Oh, I love milk. <laughs> oh, we got a vote. Oh. 11977 for... 
Subway. Whoa. But I go to Subway. <laughs> they make it right in front of us. You'd think they'd do it with a little bit of flair. <laughs> As you watch them do everything in those plastic CSI gloves before they make your sandwich. Let me just tie up this garbage bag. <laughs> now, what kind of triangle of cheese would you like on your sub? <laughs> That cheese, there are mice that would turn down that cheese. <laughs> Have you tried one of the Subway melts where they heat up your sandwich in that toaster oven they stole from someone's dorm room? <laughs> Is this even a restaurant? <laughs> Subway shows you how lazy we've gotten, right? You know, I can understand the convenience of a burger and fries. You know, who's got time? Who's got a deep fryer? But we're too lazy to make a sandwich? <laughs> well, I can make one at home for 20 cents. Or I can watch the sociopath make it. <laughs> Me at Subway. More pickles? More pickles? Can I get more some pickles? more pickles, please? More pickles? <laughs> no, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you when to stop. <laughs> Thank you for the texts and the calls as well on this National fast food day as we ask you what the all-time best fast food is of all time. Yeah, so Luke's been waiting. What's your call, Luke? Best fast food. Go. Five Guys. Oh, good one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dairy burgers are so good. Juicy. You could have it topped with everything you want. So it's what What are your toppings? Me, uh, hot sauce, uh, fried onions, fried jalapeno, Mustard, mm. mayo, yeah, uh, yeah, onions, uh, the hot sauce. Uh, the only thing I don't take is uh, 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 tomatoes and lettuce. Eh? <laughs> Why get the healthy stuff in there? <laughs> <laughs> well, to my taste, I don't know. My taste buds are probably too big to develop for tomatoes. When I bite in it, I only taste the tomato, so that's why I don't take tomato. Not oh. that I don't like tomato, but yeah, no, good answer, nice one. Good pick. Yeah, but, uh, oh, yeah, you, if you never had Five Guys, it's a must. Agreed. Yeah. 100%. Uh, McDonald's, Burger King, Arby's, they fall way under. Way uh, under, sorry. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Good call, Luke. Thank you very much. And no problem. Uh, anytime, show them rocks every that is day. franchise Five Guys owner, Luke. <laughs> he left out the best part about Five Guys. What's that? They throw extra fries in the bag. Like uh, four handfuls extra. Yeah. yeah. Which is great because they, they, they discovered that secret that everybody, when you get fast food, especially if you're taking it home, mm -hmm. you always reach into the bag. It's totally true. And have a couple of fries. It's true. You know what I had the other day that I haven't had in forever? What? I specifically did it, too. I was like, oh. Went to Wendy's. Had a frosty from the drive-thru. Ooh, nice! I one. know it's November. That's Don't a, judge me. That's a nice throwback. Wendy's getting a bit of love on uh, on text too. Back-to-back -back texts from uh, different people calling out uh, Wendy's Baconator. Right? Okay. There's yeah. uh, Pierre who sent that, and Fernando and uh, Rosemont sent that too. I love a name like that too. You know that it means business. Uh, a couple of nameless texts in for uh, Wendy's uh, and A and W too, getting some love. So. Look at you avoiding the text about Harvey's. Good morning, guys. Oh, Bustan, yeah. <laughs> hands down. <laughs> yeah. Also, on the Harvey situation, I agree with Jay. Thank you. <laughs> the any way you want it is awesome, but the patties are not great. But there's different patties to choose from. Oh, yeah? But you know what? It's, I don't have to sell Harvey's because it would be more for me if, if you don't eat them. Let's finish guess. with Jeremy's text. <laughs> little piece of me died. When Quebec took away Taco Bell? Ooh, you know what? I have never had Taco Bell. Really? 
ever. And I love Mexican food. Sure. So maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> Word of the wise? Yeah. Um, <laughs> road trip and Taco Bell don't mix. No. <laughs> they just uh, 500 miles left to go. Oh, no, that's not going to work. I'm going to, you're going to need to find an exit. <laughs> New music, movies, shows you cannot miss, and so much more. All courtesy of the biggest head in Montreal. We measured. That's a huge noggin. Has its own weather system. It's Cheese Jams. Hey, kids. Oh, hi. This week, we go nuts for Nickelback and St. Nick. Plus, it's a rock and roll Hall of Fame kind of weekend. First up tonight at 7 right here on Show Em, It's the iHeartRadio world album premiere of Nickelback's Get Rollin'. Monday night in Toronto, I sat down with the lads to talk about their 10th studio album. One question I didn't ask was about the haters. Because I kind of figure after you've sold 50 million albums, it's kind of moot. But turns out I didn't have to. And this is off the record, right? This is off the record, right? We're not rolling on all of this. So anybody out there that thinks that we give a sh when we get picked on, no one can pick on us the way that we pick on us. <laughs> we're like, oh, they went easy on us. Because we're the, the four of us are just constantly shredding each other and laughing our asses off. They're all like, f***ing jackals. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> and, we all laugh, and then we all go to our hotel rooms and we cry ourselves. Cry, cry, cry. <laughs> I had a ton of fun. They were super generous with their time. I, I think you're going to love it tonight at 7 o'clock on show. And the video of the interview will be available on iHeartRadio tonight as well. And I know, I know Sharon is psyched for this. Yes. We've been talking about it all week in the building blocks. Tomorrow night at 8 on Crave, 37th annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Yeah. Recorded November 5th in L.A. Ceremony honoring this year, Pat Benatar, Neil Giraldo, Duran Duran, Eurythmics, and these guys as well. Welcome to the Rock and Roll Judas Priest are the definitive metal band. Everybody's welcome. That there is what heavy metal is all about. Dolly Parton. I figure if I'm going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm going to have to earn it. I'm a rock star now. <laughs> if you haven't seen the trailer, oh, Google it. it. She looks amazing. She is amazing. That's why every single person that was on the red carpet, and we watched the whole ceremony last week, uh, everybody, when asked, who do you want to be with? Who do you want to talk to? Whatever. All of them. Yeah. Rob Halford, Simon LeBon, everybody, Dolly Parton. I love that you watched the red carpet. That shows how psyched you are for yeah, tomorrow night. super cool. Eight o'clock on Crave, and then it'll be available to stream starting Sunday. It'll be available as long as they leave it up. And finally, tomorrow in Montreal, it's the 2022 Santa Claus Parade. Woo! 70th edition, featuring everything you'd expect. Parades, floats, music, mascots, jolly old St. Nick, and tons of holiday spirit. We're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white down that chimney night, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of this side of the nut house. Full details at MontrealCenterville.com. That, my friends, is Jay's Jams. Cheese gems are always available at Shome.com. Internet magic in mornings always rock. With Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Shome 97.7.